All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. So you're thinking about starting a new website? Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to tell someone or sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Or maybe you want to start that new podcast. Ah, huh. great idea. <laughs> GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. That's impossible. They're always $99.99 or $12.99. They're $12.99, but right now GoDaddy's offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. On the actual internet or is this some BS sub-internet? No, no, this is GoDaddy.com. We all use GoDaddy.com. Everything I have is on GoDaddy.com. I know. And each new .com comes with a free instant page website and a built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? I don't believe it. Get your new website started today. I think it sounds like a scam. It can't possibly be true. GoDaddy's not a scam. They have... uh, uh, that hot check, Danica Patrick, for mm-hmm. their stuff. So it's not a scam. Plus, I use it for everything. It better not be a scam. <laughs> Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code FORK at the checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website. And you're all set to go. Fork you if you don't take advantage of this incredible GoDaddy deal. I'm going to take advantage of it. Welcome to another episode of A Fork on the Road. I'm Mark DiCarlo. Next to me is the lovely and talented Yenny Alvarez. the Traveling diva. And we are in Hawaii this week. Uh, We're doing a live remote show from the Sheraton Kauai in Poipu Beach. It's like on Poipu Beach. I know. Uh, Which you already know if you follow us on Twitter. I'm Mark DiCarlo and she is... Traveling Diva. It's a great way to find out where we're going to be when, what we're going to be doing. Great way to win prizes. Uh, We give a lot of things away on the show. Uh, Also, go to our website. It's a forkontheroadshow.com. And what do we have on the website? We have all the past podcasts and we have um, videos and we have other links to the write ups and uh, everything that we do. We're all about travel, all about food, all about fun. Links to great travel products. And this week we have a special bonus. We are doing our live show from the Sheraton Kauai in Poipu Beach on Kauai. And Yenny gets a hula dance. So we have a video of that portion of our podcast. <laughs> So it's Yenny getting a hula lesson. I wanted coconut shells. You did a good job. I didn't get coconut shells. It's a full Hawaii show for you today. First, we're going to start off with a chef who's going to give us a great recipe for pokey. Pokey, pokey. He was also going to give us a recipe for ono, but we got rained out. Oh, no. Uh, Then we're going to learn how to use and uh, maximize the power of a concierge. Concierge. Then we're going to learn a little bit about... how to plan a destination wedding, and then Yanni's going to get her hula dance. Go I want to get my hula on. So without any further ado, we take you to the veranda at the Sheraton Kauai in Poipu Beach, Hawaii. We are live at the pool at the Sheraton in Kauai, Hawaii. Hawaii, with my favorite part of the show ever, a live studio audience. Yay! <laughs> 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 yeah. studio form of a veranda audience. We have a great show for you. We have Chef Mark from the hotel. He's going to be making tuna pokey, tuna pokey, which is really delicious. And the uh, catch of the day is a crab crusted 
manchang. Crab crusted manchang. That's delicious. He's coming up. We also have uh, the chief concierge of the hotel is here with us, Cheryl. And she's going to show everyone how to use a concierge. A lot of people, I think, are a little intimidated to walk up to a concierge. You don't know how to interact with them. What do they do? They're like wizards. We don't really know what they do. Cheryl's going to explain it to us so that uh, everyone can get more warm and cuddly with the concierge. The concept of the concierge. Just the idea of using a concierge. Okay. And then um, you are going to get a hula lesson from Lopaka. I'm excited about that. I've always wanted to learn. Yeah. I've always wanted to learn how to hula, and now it's my chance. Right, and this will be an authentic hula lesson from someone you're, you're going to love to meet. A lot of history on the island, and I think we're going to learn something. Um, so, to start the show, we thought we would do a native Kauaian welcome. So, please welcome Lopaka. Hello, I'm Verlina. traditional chant in the sense that when we are adorning ourselves with lay or presenting lay to our guests mm -hmm. that that chant is performed. Oh, that's beautiful. Very like inclusive. Yes. Oh, well thank you. That's beautiful. You're welcome. Thank you. Lopaka, give Lopaka a hand. He's going to be back later on. And Jenny learns how to hula. Uh, right now we have a very special treat. Chef Mark from the hotel is here. And uh, Chef Mark is going to make some delicious food. Please welcome him to the show. How long have you Aloha. been? Aloha. Mahalo is thank you. 
You can't right? say mahalo when you meet somebody? Say aloha. 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 <laughs> but that's also goodbye. Yes. yes. And mahalo is in the middle? Yes, thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> straight ahead, thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, all right. Well, it's, I, I, I'm being a jerk again. The show's two minutes old. I'm already been a jerk twice. Uh, I, I don't know, because it seems to be interchangeably used. Yeah, you can use it, you know, when you meet, greet, and just to say, tell someone that you love them. All right, well. Aloha also means I love you? Mm-hmm. Aww. Don't people get confused? Uh, not really. I guess it's just part of the culture, so everybody just... That's cool. So, hello and I love you mean the exact same thing. And goodbye, too. How does that work if you're trying to meet a girl in a bar? Is it a, How do you... How does she know what you're saying? Um, I guess if she's from the island, then she'll just understand. If not, she has to just grow with you. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right, well, what are we making? Uh, today we're going to be making a classic uh, Hawaiian dish, but it's uh, with a little change for the rung fire feel. It's poke. Okay. So poke is uh, small cuts. So here we got some ahi, uh, some green onions, red onions. This is some seaweed with a little bit of sesame seed and sesame oil. Is it um, pickled seaweed or is it just raw? It's raw seaweed. Really? And uh, it just has yeah, just a little bit of uh, sesame oil and sesame seeds in it. And then some flowers for garnish, of course, because it's purple. It is the Purple Island. Yes. Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. So first off, we're going to start here with our ahi that's uh, cut into small pieces already. So we're going to add that into the bowl. That looks really fresh. It is really fresh. Everything here is island. Everything comes from the Hawaiian Islands, so it's very fresh. And it's not marinated or anything? Not marinated, not yet. Okay. Yep. So then we're going to add a little bit of alai salt. It Which looks so Hawaiian juicy, salt. that's why I asked if it's marinated. Hawaiian salt? Hawaiian salt. So how they do that is uh, they dig holes into the ground, and they put this, when the seawater goes, and then it evaporates, you get the Hawaiian salt there. Oh. Uh, the next ingredients we're going to get is the red onion, then our green onions. Is all Hawaiian salt that kind of orangey color? Not all of them are. Okay. Are the best ones that color? The best ones are that color. Okay. And are those flowers edible? Those flowers are edible. Ooh. I love edible flowers. They're orchids, so orchids are edible. Knowing that I'm eating flowers. <laughs> right, the next thing here, we have avocado. avocado. One of my Since, favorite uh, things. Tuna is a very lean piece of meat, so we add a little fat to it. So avocado is a good, you know. But it's a good fat. It's a good fat, good healthy fat. They're so delicious, it's ridiculous. And it adds a good uh, texture to the poke there. Is this your recipe, or is this a recipe you learned when you got here? This is a recipe that I learned when I got here. But there's very different variations of poke going on, but this is the rump fire. This is the rump fire. Because like in New Orleans, every place you walk into, including gas stations, if you say, do you make a gumbo, they say yes. And they make it right there, and they're, you know, very territorial about the gumbo. Uh-huh. It's like their own little That's secret how it is with the pokey, with the pokey yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Is everybody has their own magic seasoning and Right, everything tastes ingredients. a little bit different. Exactly. So here I have some ponzu, it's a citrus ponzu. So it's a soy sauce, some uh, vinegar, a little bit of vinegar, yuzu. <laughs> yeah, <they> love, <laughs> like and just, she loves ponzu sauce. Whenever I do. We go out for sushi. So exactly what's inside the ponzu? It's vinegar, it's sugar. Oh, yeah, that's, that's why I like it. You like it. Uh, yuzu, which is a Asian yeah. citrus, and a little bit of lime juice in there. Yum. 
I've seen her at sushi restaurants drink the leftover ponzu sauce at the table. <laughs> you can drink this one. No, but she like drinks it like she's doing a shot. I am, I, <laughs> like we're in some Western bar. I don't so embarrassing, Mark. I don't. <laughs> you know what? When you're dating them, it's one thing, but then when you're married to them, when they're doing that kind of crap, it just—it's unnerving. It's unnerving. You should have known. The first place he ever took me to was uh, a sushi restaurant, and he was so nervous he wasn't eating. And um, I was looking I at him. Are you going to eat that? Are you going to eat that? I ate like 90% of the food. <laughs> I'm not a, you know, I like salads, but I'm not just going to eat salad on my first date. You somehow managed to talk three times faster than anyone I've ever heard and eat more than any date I've ever had all in one day. I like food. I didn't know it was magic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the next thing we're going to do is just... Uh, Put this on seaweed. the bottom like a bed. Yeah, make the seaweed a bed for the poke mm. on the top. And again, top. that's not pickled or anything. That's just fresh. It's just so fresh. Fresh raw seaweed. It you looks know, like Dr. Seuss seaweed. Look at the, It's like it's glowing. It's very green. Yeah, it's, it's a real vibrant color in there. You know what? The only thing about seaweed is that it gets stuck in your teeth. This one won't get stuck. It won't? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, magic seaweed. <laughs> 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 all right, so I just put a ring mold there so uh, the presentation make it all nice. We just add the poke in there. Oh, so that's how it comes packed so nicely. That's like a little, a little ring. <laughs> ring. <laughs> Did you think it was just a coincidence? No, I didn't know how they made it. Oh. So they put a little ring thing, you pour it in, and then you take the ring out. And it stays. Oh, look at that. That looks fantastic. Right? And then also here we put a little bit of wasabi aioli on there. Wasabi aioli. Wasabi. It'd be a good name for a boxer, wouldn't it, Mark? Like, like a Polynesian boxer, wasabi aioli. Wasabi aioli. <laughs> he'd be an Asian. Yeah, he would beat the shit out of anybody. <laughs> Can you, would you want to go against wasabi aioli? I don't think so. Not the deadly wasabi aioli? No. <laughs> Alright, here we got some taro chips. So taro is taro really native to the... My friend Maggie culture. reads taro chips. <laughs> she does, yeah. She'll tell your future. <laughs> yeah. So it's more like a potato card. Tarot cards, right. That, that, I'm sorry, I'm confused. And it gets lost in translation with me. How can you tell anything about my future from looking at a potato chip? You can't. You can't. Uh, not with this one. No, that's a different recipe. So then, of course, put the purple flower, since Hawaii is purple island. Purple island. Oh, yeah. And a little bit of radish stems on the top. Yum. Look at that. Would anyone like to try it? Come on up, you can try. Both I want to try it. Can we both try it? We all want to try it. Yeah, just come right in front. Okay, use one of the tarot cards. <laughs> and if you use, it, use two, then you can scoop it up on each other. She wants to try it too. Like a dumpster kind of. I want to try it. I, I could literally eat pokey every day. It's like chili and sushi have a baby, and it's pokey. Because you can eat it like chili, yet it's refreshing and delicious like sushi. <laughs> Tina's doing greetings. <laughs> you like it? Lovely. Just, I love it. Can you describe the flavor? Wait, let her eat it first. I only pokey me in the eye. <laughs> it's very fresh. But are you seeing my thing? Chili meets sushi? I do. Right? Yeah, it's got a little spice to it. Mm -hmm. A little hotness, a little heat. Right. A little hotness, heat, fresh fish. It's great. Okay. Good job, Mark. Thank Very. you. Good job, Mark. Thank you. Good job. I would That's like to try awesome. it. Go, go ahead and try it. 
And tell me what you think. What do you read in there? <laughs> I see. That was good. Very this is like good. one of those things where you have to say in bed at the end of it. I see a long and prosperous future. <laughs> <laughs> That's so creamy and delicious. <laughs> and there's no, I always think the, the tuna awesome. tastes so creamy that there had to be some kind of marinade on it. There's nothing in there at all? Nothing, no marinade. Wow. You're a wizard. Very. What's next? Next is our crab crusted mongtong. Crab crusted mongtong? Mongtong. What is mongtong? Mongtong is uh, the white, white fish with a little bit of pink, so it's a white pinkish fish, it's a firm fish, and it's a medium flavor, and it's a, Montong is the Asian word for it, the Hawaiian word is Mu Pao. Mu Pao. Yep. Mu Pao is a Hawaiian. First again, turn the pans on, of course, get nice and hot. So this is a fish from around here? Yes. Say it again, please. Mu Chong. Mu Chong. How old is the fish typically when it gets cooked around here? Is it measured in days or hours? Like just, you know, fish in, in the restaurant here or at uh, Rump Fire or just places on the island. Is it typically, I'm guessing it's very, very fresh fish very all the fresh. time. Very fresh. So right? we order fish daily here. So yeah. every day we get the fish in. So it's very fresh. That ahi is really good. Yes. How long have you been a chef, Mark? I've been working oh, yeah. here for three weeks now. Three weeks? Oh, oh my God. So this is now we have no idea if this is going to be any good. Wow. Just gotta trust him that way. Oh my god! I... So make sure the pan gets nice and hot. Right. And this is our manchong. How many times have you made this? Manchong. Manchong. Three weeks worth. Mark, how many times have you made this actual recipe right here? This is our most popular dish, so we made it. We make it twenty to thirty times. I know, but you personally, is this your first time? Personally, this is my. I'll say my second time. Second time. Okay, good. Good. I think he's on to you now. Because first time, that would be ridiculous. Ooh, okay, so. so always salt and pepper, everything, right? Salt and pepper is flavor starter. We're going to hot pan, cold oil. So this is a soybean oil that we use. Olive oil is too heavy for this? Yeah, too much flavor. Just getting the, the oil done, job done. Yeah, just so it fries it up a little. Sticks it off. Should be nice and hot. It's because we're in a wind tunnel here, Mark. This is where NASA tests their rockets. Look at that flame. It's so windy. By the way, we uh, use it nice and hot, and we'll leave it in there. Gets caramelized on the top. Okay. Uh, we sear it on both sides, and after we sear it. We have our blue crab here. It's mixed with a little bit of herb aioli. So it's uh, eggs, oil, uh, lemon juice, and we got some parsley and some thyme in there. Okay. And then, but it's nice and seared. Not quite seared. Not quite seared. No. It's way too windy before it gets yeah. seared. Is this one hotter? Let's see. There we go. Ah, and now we got sizzle. That's the one. That's a great sound. I always think, you know how you can do on your alarm clock your own sound? I would think chefs, that should be your alarm. The alarm sound? Right? Make a right. Just like, ooh, it's another day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
verdict on the uh awesome Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. 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 melting your mouth melting your mouth it's a quote it's only his second day. He's a prodigy. He's a prodigy. It's windy in every direction, baby. It's like we're at the center of a cyclone. That's okay. The audience can get the ambiance. It's actually more comfortable than it would sound, would be my guess. It's going to sound real windy. I mean, that's the best you're going to get right there. It's not going to get any hotter out here. So after that sear, we just uh, lay the crab on there. That's a good chef's attitude. That's the best it's going to get. Let's just finish this shit. So we'll put the crab on there. And after that, this goes into the oven. Finish off, right? Then then we start to make our butter. Oh. Our this is a very romantic location, the uh, Sheraton Kauai. Do people come here to get engaged and married often? Yeah, we got a lot of weddings, a lot of receptions going on around here. I mean, if you go in the restaurant, you know, there's a perfect view the whole ocean here, 180 degree view out there, and it's uh, brand new in there, so it's only been around for three years, wow. but it's uh, nicely So it's renovated. not soiled with other people's weddings yet? There have been a few, not yet. but there's probably still a couple of good weddings that'll work left in the building, is yes. what you're saying. We, we got no, one, no one bats a thousand, and it's not your fault. We still got three on those tires in there. So. Okay, good. To start off our uh, lemon chardonnay, we do a little bit of shallot and garlic. Okay. Maybe we should do the sound effect of the system. <laughs> we'll drop it into a lukewarm pan <laughs> and wait for the wind to die down. Wait for the wind. Well, maybe that's no, it. Wasn't that was centered. <laughs> and then uh, when that gets all aromatic, you'll smell the garlic, you'll smell the shallots. Then uh, this is a combination of our lemon juice and chardonnay. So we'll dump that in there. There What's was a great the uh, ratio there, lemon juice and chardonnay? Uh, it's three to one. So no, uh, one part uh, lemon juice and three parts uh, chardonnay. I'll okay. trust you on that one. I'm guessing if that was warm, that would look really good. It would look really good. It'll start reducing, right? And then of course the best part, butter. Gotta get the uh, butter, right? Gotta butter get the butter. makes everything better. If better you butter. could travel in time, Mark, and go back fifteen thousand years. All you'd have to bring with you is a stick of butter, and you would be you'd be treated as a god when you got there. You just hold up the butter, let someone taste it, you'd be the king. I agree with you. We'd be reading about This is not rain. This, this is Hawaiian tears of joy, right? Blessing. Blessing. The says it's a blessing. No rain, no rain. 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 No it rains for two seconds and then it's gorgeous. Alright, so that's reduced. Let's Imagine, say. Let's, let's say, say it's Imagine reduced. Imagine it reduced. Now then we'll just put in a little bit of butter. So the butter at this point is supposed to melt instantly. It melts and it's supposed to thicken up the sauce. It feels like we're doing this segment on the bow of a Coast Guard ship. 
And that's when the rains came and moved. Torrential downpour. So we had to move all the equipment inside. Luckily, uh, the hotel had a nice little space for us inside. So the whole audience and we moved inside and we continued the show. And it sounded something like this. land of the tall palm tree. Aloha, old Milwaukee. Hello, Akiki. I just stepped down from the airplane when I heard her say, Wacka, wacka, nuka, licka, wacka, wacka, nuka, licka, would you like a lay? Hey, let's talk dirty in Hawaii. Whisper in my ear. Kicka, poopa, maka, wawahini. All the words I long to hear. Lay coconut on my tiki. What the heck a mooka mooka dear? Let's talk dirty in Hawaii. Say the words I long to hear. We're newlyweds. We'll be married a year in about a month. Although I have to confess, baby, today uh, we got married November 24th last year. And every day after that, at least I was, you go through like a transition from yeah. being single, you know, engaged guy to married guy. And it's, it's not a, like, at least for me, it wasn't an overnight um, salvation. You know what I mean? No. It was more of a sliding process from being single guy. And I think today was the first day I ever felt totally, completely married. Oh. How was that? <laughs> it's good. No, it's good. It took you a year. It's good. It's like, you know. It's like, it's like Michael Corleone trying to get out of the family, and he just keep, they keep, eventually you lose the will and you just let go. Totally okay. Right. Baby, don't pretend like you, she's never even seen Godfather 2. I have seen it! Bullshit, so I'm not going to let you pretend. I have absolutely seen Godfather 1, 2, and 3. Let's settle this right now, baby, it's not good for you. How does Godfather 2 part end? Or Godfather part 2 end? I don't remember. Exactly, too. But I saw it! It doesn't matter. Yolanda, the red-headed Yolanda! Yes, that's not the end, that's the middle. Leave the Leave the gun, take the cannoli! That's part one, but whatever. You can't, you can't, you can't, we can't do Godfather trivia, it'll be ugly. I was happy because I was so, I felt so completely married today. Aww, it's so sweet. I was, <laughs> well, I was, we were sitting in the room before we came down here, I was just sitting there, and she came up to me with a really sharp pair of, like, uh, utility scissors, like nose hair cutting scissors. The, the tiny little scissors! Right. But, and you just started picking at me like a monkey in the zoo. You, you were trimming my eyebrows. <laughs> because he gets uh, father time eyebrows. Yes. But I like that. That is so ugly. I don't want to have to braid your eyebrows. You know, I, I like the, the professor from Back to the Future. I thought he had great eyebrows, so i kind of been cultivating that. You don't want to marry the professor from Back to the Future. <laughs> but you're married already, so what are you going to do? No, and as I was, you were, you were cutting and you were, you, a, a, a hot-tempered black woman had an incredibly sharp <laughs> pair of scissors an inch from my eye, and I wasn't even, I was completely at ease. That's when I knew that it was Well, too, you brought me to Hawaii. I had no reason to cut you. I know, but you know, maybe six months ago, 
Maybe I'm a little nervous at that point. So I'm happy. I'm completely married now. Aww, it's a good Papa thing. Bear. That's sweet. I thought there was a joke in there somewhere. No. No. Well, you're crazy. You know, you are crazy. The fact that I trust you not to gouge my eyes out, I think that's a big step forward for us. Good crazy. It is. Um, speaking of good crazy, our next guest is awesome. Um, if you travel a lot, or even if you don't travel at all, you see the desks all the time, concierge desks. And I don't think everyone really knows what a concierge is, first of all, and knows how best to use them to maximize your fun on a particular trip. Because a concierge is someone that's an expert at wherever you are, and they can help you, but I think a lot of people have never been taught how to use a concierge, so I thought we would do a service and do a learn how to use a concierge segment. I'm excited. Okay, please welcome, not a concierge, the, the manager of the concierge is here at the Sheraton Kauai, it's Cheryl Brady. Hello, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Aloha. Aloha. Hi. Come on in, sit right here. You look so Hawaiian. That's awesome. Thank you. So, uh, you, how long have you been a concierge or in concierge management? I've been in concierge management for about seven and a half, seven and a half years. Seven and a half years. Okay. And explain to people what is a concierge. If you were to Google or Wikipedia concierge, what would you see? Don't be afraid of Mike. Well, she said she was very me, nervous prior. A concierge is someone that services our guests and shares the of spirit, as well as um, sharing our culture of the island and the places to go and see from the far end of the south all the way to the north, mm -hmm. and giving them the highlights of um, the popular areas to stop and visit, like the waterfalls, the awesome beaches we have. Right. Um, all of those. And what are your top recommendations when people come to the Sheraton Kauai? Our top recommendations would be, first of all, to sightsee the island with a rental car, for one. Um, start with the south side, starting from Waimea Canyon, making their way down to all the way down to the north shore. Of course, you do it in a couple of days, not only one day. And also a helicopter so that you can see the interior of our island. Um, if you just drive like from one side of the island to the other, you usually see only about 30% of the island, but to see the other 70% of the island, you would take a helicopter. Yeah, you, there's not like there's roads everywhere. No, it's there's just roads around the island and then in the middle. And also the GPS is kind of wrong. When well, we're driving here and there's a car going off the road and we're like, oh, what road is that? I looked it up on the GPS, there's no road, there's no map. Yeah, but we're in the middle Where of the ocean. Are they going? The fact that the GPS can find us at all, I think is amazing. <laughs> We're in the, yeah, did you notice we were flying? We were in the middle of it's just water everywhere. Yes. And our plane didn't have Wi-Fi, no, which I find very disturbing. I have, I have some concierge we're questions. In the How do concierges make a living? Is it are we when, when someone uses a concierge, are they expected to tip? If much, if so, how do you determine what to tip? We don't expect any tip. No, I know, but they, like if you're a cool they, guy. Yeah, if they offer a tip, we you know. I'm, what do you mean a cool guy? If you're a cool guy, you know, if you're if you're not a jerk, you know, you want a generous person, you wanna you wanna be cool. Ah She's doing you a service, so what's what's customary? I think I don't think there is one answer. Maybe people are nervous to even broach the use of a concierge uh, for the stigma. The concierge and, and do stigma. you have different uh <laughs> what did? What? I, concierge. Oh, Dave, go, Dave did Google. Dave. Oh, all right. Thank concierge you. comes from the French for the keeper of the candies. 
The keeper of the Andes. Are you thinking? I'm thinking more metaphorical candies, though, don't you think, Dave? Well, I don't know what your meta, you know, your metaphorical candy. Well, I, you know, candy can be a many, you know, one man's candy is another man's uh, tacos. Well, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. <laughs> the ever timely comedy. <laughs> well, I want to know what pieces of uh, candy, metaphorical candy, you have for us. Do you have off the beaten path? Do you have well, something wait, wait, unique? Wait, can, can we, I, I would like more information on how you use a concierge. Okay. I'm still unsure. Well, as a concierge... So let's say I'm, I'm, we're out and we want to go do something romantic, or we want to go for some kind of romantic air ride. I would sit down with the concierge and I would say, help me, where, how do I go someplace where I'm not going to get screwed over and it'll be beautiful? Well, first of all, you could do a nice um, catamaran or boat ride. Right. Um, to the Nepali coast. Okay. Um, we offer here at the Sheraton our Halilani private romance dinners that you could do. I love all the names. Our Halilani romance dinners. All the names here are so good. Yeah, we give you um, pokey pokey, lovey lovey. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a melodic language. It's so pretty. It's like the opposite. If you could turn German over, it, the other side of the language would be you. It's so melodic and beautiful. <laughs> we, all, we also. German's um, very, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we give you the beaches to go to that are nice, romantic, and quiet, not always like the busy beaches that are out there. Um, let's see, the, like you said, a helicopter is really nice to do together as a couple. Okay, so then I say, all right, yes, please book us tomorrow on a helicopter ride. Then I would go ahead and I would check for availability and see what's available and book it for you folks. I mean, I would recommend more like a mid-morning when it's Nice. And you yeah. you know that because you're here. Yeah. Some other I'm people that right. Back. So you know when the good time to be up in the air. Yes. And I think that's important for that, that's something when you use a concierge you're you're it's like you're getting the value of their entire Rolodex of wherever you are. And if they're savvy people who like to have happy customers. And also um because they come find different yes. budgets as well. Yes. Everybody has different budgets, so we usually ask them when they come to our desk, you know, what are they interested in? What are they um, looking to do while they're here on the uh -huh. island? Um, like, you know, it just depends on their interests. You're not just going to offer someone something that... Right, it's not, not a time sale. It's not yeah. a timeshare desk. No, no. I think <laughs> some people think you get that same, that same hardcore press, you know, from people that are trying to sell you a condo. So, so basically, you gave us candy. Let me share with you the highlights of the island, the good places to go and The good see. candy. Yeah. The good and candy. And the safe ones, too. Right. Not the apples with the razor blades. Or no, the, no, no. We, the do good have, we do have guests that we do have guests that actually ask us those questions, and we just share with them the importance of not why they should not be going there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we, we, we had one guest today ask uh, a weird question, and I didn't know. I mean, I was going to send them your way, but I don't know if uh, you would you would be able to answer this question. <laughs> we all get every question. <laughs> we were in the pool. We overheard a guest ask, "Are there any strip clubs in the island?" Oh, that was me. Um, no, we don't. We don't Bill. have any. <laughs> Bill, had, Bill had been on the island for all of ninety minutes <laughs> and was asking the staff at the hotel where the nearest strip club is.
That's those right. Got to hire the circus is a town. Oh, wait, that. those have got to hire and bring in. But we don't offer that at our, at our service. <laughs> <laughs> but you would know where to find one, right? Um, not really. I just know people no, are hiring. No, no, Cheryl, you would know where to find one. <laughs> if I had to, I could find it. Right? One yeah. phone call. One phone call. Speed dial, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Seven? Oh, no, not speed dial. Oh, Look it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask my friends. Small Give me one second. <laughs> They're in. So you set up this trip for uh, my wife and I. We have a great time. Do we tip you when you book it? Do we tip you when we when we come back and we go, oh my God, it was great? We actually don't ask for tips. I know you like don't ask for you, tips, but typically... Typically people will give us a tip, you know, five, ten dollars. Right. Um, just depends on the type of traveler they are and how many, what, how many services we do for them. Right. Um, we do get tips, uh, but, you know, like I said, we, um, we don't... Expected. Of course not. Yeah. And if you did, you, you certainly wouldn't have been here. I get it. I, I appreciate that. Uh, my grandfather was a barber, and he taught me how to tip people. Are people sometimes clumsy when they give you money, or does everyone like James Bond when they slide it to you? They usually just slide it to you. Right. Or they'll come later and they'll put it in an envelope. Envelope? Oh, come on. Yeah, that's some people fun. do that. Mm -hmm. People do that's that. Old. Especially like when they're ready to leave, or, you know, I mean. But it's not your first communion. But you write a note in it, yeah. yeah. They oh, they note. do. Yeah, we do get um, like, notes. What do the notes say? Um, you know, thank you for all your services. You've been wonderful. We enjoyed the places you recommended for us to go and see. Dining was great at the St. Regis here at the Sheraton because we recommend our sister restaurants as well as the St. Regis and the Western. Princeton. But do you also recommend restaurants that you have no stake yes. in? You know, that they're yes, just good of places. Of course, we do. Yes. Okay, and we that's do. important for people we to know. We take care too. of their dining reservations. Like, if I say um, I want to find a, a, a dumpy barbecue joint. Uh, well, we give with strippers for Bill, you'd, you'd be able to tell <laughs> us what. We give them the whole of the water. The whole of the water. Yeah, they always ask us. We want to eat where you eat. Yeah, well, yeah. see, that's the thing. You want to eat with the locals. That's what yeah. I always yeah. ask. That's my first right. question. And they love it. They do love it. They sure. come back and say it was great. Because they say, you know, we can eat back home at all these other restaurants, yeah. but we want to eat where you eat. So so, and where do you eat? Oh, okay. There's all different. If you're, I like Humber Simon. That's a hole in the wall. If you're looking to eat, you know, ramen noodles, they're good, and they're literally chef on pie, which everyone needs to eat um, or try. I heard about that. And yes. where is this place? What's it called? That's in Ligui on Rice Street. What's um, it called? Hamura Simon. It's a Japanese um, Simon stand. Ramen stand. And what did we tell them you sent us? Um, they'll be thankful. <laughs> I know a lot of them. They will say aloha and mahalo. Yeah, they say Cheryl sent us from the Sheraton. I eat there almost every week. Oh, the, the Lilikoi Chiffon Pie. That's popular. But they're, you have to have their special. The Simon special. So it sounds to me like what you get with a concierge is all that brain power, right? And the savvy to know where to go when. And uh, well worth the money because you're not wasting money on bad restaurants or stupid attractions. No. You know, there's probably 15 zip lines here in Kauai. One of them is probably the best, and the concierges will know, yeah. is how it usually works. Yes. Unless it's your, you're in Chicago, and then, you know, everybody knows a guy, but that's just Chicago, and no one understands that. Well, so I also want to know the unique things that you can't get anywhere else. I want to be able to come to Kauai and say, I want to do that. What do you recommend? The most unique thing in the island that you can't get anywhere else? Mm -hmm. Well, I know that the, um, the falls, yeah, the waterfalls. The waterfalls. Wailoa Falls or Pipe Falls. But um, these are specific because that's where they filmed Indiana Jones, Jones. King Kong, and um, 
Jurassic Park. Yes, and also there's another one, the plane. What's it? Uh, Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Right. Yes. That was filmed in Hawaii? Yes, it was. Oh, 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 oh yes. too. Yeah. Where's Diddy? This is the best call. The plane. All right. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much. I You're think. Welcome. Are you less um, afraid now to use a concierge? Does anybody have any questions? For Excellent the concierge? idea. Any concierge questions? No. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I was going to ask you the, the best way that you like to be tipped. The best way I like or the way. Uh, yeah, the way the way to do it, like the fit, the exchange. I'm talking. Um, do you? They usually just have to sign all the tips. I like I like folding it up in my hand. That's the Chicago way. Yeah, the Chicago I've never way. had that. Are you kidding me? I've never had that. Did someone? I, I was just checking in my pocket. Maybe. Does anybody Did have a dollar? You that? No, I would I would like to be your first, yeah. Cheryl. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I read how, how can I, I become a concierge? That's a good. Is it difficult becoming a concierge? Is there a test? Um, how do you get actually, those little keys on your lapel? Uh, we you have to have a lot of knowledge of the island, mm -hmm. and um, for people that that maybe just moved here and they want to be a concierge, we train them and we have them do all the different excursions on the island as well. Um, you know, we try to have them do like a helicopter, a boat, so that they can share it with the guests. Have so they experience it themselves, We do right? savor the flavors where they can go out and try different restaurants so they can explain to the guests what the food is all about, what they offer. It sounds like it yes, might be a concierge. It is. It's fun. It's really rewarding. And you get to eat everywhere. We do. Because you have to test it out. Oh, yeah. We do. We do. We get invited all the time because they want us to promote them as well. But you know what? And it's important to note, I would think, that good concierges, they're not, if something doesn't taste good, they're not going to recommend it. They may not badmouth it, but they're not going to go out of their way to recommend yeah. something that's yes. a C when they know of a restaurant that's an A. Because if you tell me two restaurants that stink, you know, I'm done talking to you. You know what I mean? we, we, if they usually ask us what do we recommend, and um, they'll mention sometimes a restaurant that uh -huh. they heard about, and I say, well, I recommend this one. I think this one's better. Right. I don't. We don't run down or bring down any restaurants. Yeah. No, but I want to know the, what you think is yes. the best. That's what. That's that's why this is a value. Right. Zone. It is. And then that's why I would tip you. So this, baby, if you'll hold this for me. This is the <laughs> this is the Chicago fitting. Normally, if it's a one, you don't show the one. You show the ten or the five or the twenty or the franc oh. or the hundred right there. Place it in there, and then you have to maintain eye contact. You go, you know what, Cheryl? You did a fantastic job for us this week. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And then, like like in the Sistine Chapel, the hands they part like this. The exchange you never make. It. We're always in eye contact. We go our separate ways. It was a magical encounter. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Back to Chicago City. Okay, great. So I better look when people check in or guests check in. I better look if they're from Chicago. Yes, I guarantee you. If you give them the stare, yeah. if you give them the Chicago fifty stare, even if they don't, they're like, oh, all right, I got a tip right now. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the code. And I'll do the slide too when yeah. they shake my hand. And, and you know what? Then, Where is it? No, no. <laughs> no, you do this, and you put it in your pocket without looking at it. Yeah, look at it after to see what they gave you. Yeah. And you know what? There, there is coolness to the linger, to that just little, little snap. I think you can develop your own, like, like a signature almost. Right? Do it one more time. I like it. I like it. Give Cheryl a hand, everybody. Thank you, Cheryl. You're awesome. Thank you.
Yeti's a great salsa dancer, but as far as I know, she does not know how to hula. So we are going to get a hula lesson from our friend who opened the show with this chant. Lopaka, are you still here? He is still here. Come on out, Lopaka. I'm so excited. Wait, this is my good side. This is my good side. You're on that side. There we go. Okay, so hula is a, uh, it's an art form that actually tells a story, right? Yes. Okay, why don't you take that? Um, okay. Are you going to teach her a specific story here today? Well, could you, you know, teach her like a Dr. Seuss story, or it has to be one of your stories? Has to be one of my stories. Okay. You're on Kauai, so it has okay. to be a Kauai story. Good. I think it's a great yes. idea. Yes. And um, we're going to do some basics. So basically, when we begin to teach the new little babies when they come out, three, four, five years old. Uh -huh. We start with the very basic repertoire for our footwork and our handwork. These stories are foundational chants for us. And in some Hula traditions, uh, Kauai is the birthplace of Hula. Mm -hmm. And the connection to the environment is the birthplace for Hula. So it's all reflected in those things that make Kauai unique and special to this place. That is exciting and I'm on. Yes. And what is this you have here? This is my Ipu. It's like my firstborn child. Ipu, yes. Ipu. <laughs> my Ipu Heke. Ipu Heke. I love how you yes. say that. Well, it's Hawaiian. I like it. You see? It's impressive. This is a Wait, double show. gourd. Oh, okay. We're going to show. We're going to show. Okay. Double oh. gourd. A double gourd. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank you. Ooh, that's like and birthing a child here. Yes, it's birthing a child. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like making your own baby. <laughs> that's one big old child. In our family. Yes. Ouch. It is our baby. For us, this is what keeps the pula alive. When we entice the earth, when we hit the people and reverberate and the sound that emanates from the Ipuheke, it connects us to where we're dancing about or who we're dancing about, whether it's a chief, a royal, monarch, the earth, the land, the different places around uh, the archipelago. All of that has tempo and rhythm. So. You're gonna learn a little bit of that. I'm excited. Yes. So in our family. Ooh, do I have to take off my shoes? Yes. Okay. Oh, this is serious. Shoes. This is serious. He's stuff. not missing Now, are you there. gonna bring a friend? You wanna have a friend experiences with you? Yes. Oh, I think I you need bring a friend, a friend here. here. Right. Okay. Use your lifeline. Use your lifeline. <laughs> oh. Yay. So, in our family tradition, when the generation above us leaves, then we step up to the helm and we begin to uh, establish our tenure teaching hula. And we always dance barefooted. And the reason for that being is that we believe that when we dance, we should connect with the earth. Mm. And when we dance, it's our feet that are those extremities that give us that energy to pulse and ground. Okay, so. Ladies, you want to come a little bit. Yes, you want to come a little bit forward. Okay. Here, okay. And then why don't we face yes. the ocean so you guys can okay, see the ocean? Okay. Face the ocean. So you guys want to be shoulder to shoulder. Okay. 
And then you want to handspan out. Like yes. So you want to handspan, so you have to move a little bit down. There you go. Okay, so there. Now, when we begin teaching, we always tell our children, it starts here from our pico or umbilical cord, our belly button, because that's what grounds us to where we are dancing about. And if we were to take a line and dissect our body into two hemispheres, the lower hemisphere is what connects us to Mother Earth, Papa Haumea, and that's female in energy. Everything above or northernly is masculine. And then if we were to just sit right in between and I'm your mirror, your right hand side is masculine and then your left hand side is feminine. So there's always a that's dualism. That's a side with a heart? Yes. Oh, how graceful and poised. You see, there's not going to be too much I need to teach you soon. <laughs> She's married, Lopaka. Back off. I'm married too, but that didn't stop Eve from eating the apple. Oh. So, be nice where you are. Okay, we're getting our lesson on here. Okay, so girls, you're going to take your feet and you're going to shoulder width apart. Okay, great. Excellent. And you want to have that nice bounce or buoyancy with a bend in your knee and we call this ha'a and ha'a ha ha literally translates in the Hawaiian language as humble or humility so we always express ourselves in that fashion with that ha'a okay so now you're going to have one lead hand that is going to be parallel to the ground and I tell my students don't let me see those thumbs. We're not picking up hitchhikers, okay? Yes, no. So you're going to be parallel to the ground. And then you're going to have one hand recumbent up at your poly or your bosom, okay? And that's going to never cross that center loud. You're going to remember those lines. There you go. You got it. Okay. okay. The first step we're going to learn is called a kaholo. Can you guys say kaholo? Kaholo. Excellent. And kaholo simply translates in English as and what we're going to do is, with our kaholo, we're going to be in our stance, and we're going to step together, step, tap, step together, step, tap. Excellent. Step together, step, tap, and let the hip sway like the coconut trees. Yes. Step together, step, tap, and then I'm going to play the ipo, so you guys get the rhythm and the tempo, so continue. And our safe word is going to be lava. Not the restaurant or the volcano erupting, but lava in Hawaii means you can take a pause and finish your last footstep. Okay? What is safe word? Are you kidding me? Yes, we need a safe word. It's like a red room of pain. All right, I'm going to put that down. You put that down, okay? So here we go. And kaholo right. Kaholo left. Excellent. Kaholo right. Don't turn your body. Keep it straight focus. There you go. Okay. She does that human little flair. Is that authentic hula though? Well, you know, that is why hula is called holistic. Your body is physically working, your mind is mentally engaged, and then the spiritual part is a transcendence that the dancer brings to their hula that makes them unique. So yes, she can do that. Okay, and love. Excellent! Yay! Oh, wow. 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 
to another footstep? Yes. Or? yes. Okay, so the next footstep we'll learn is called a hella. Can you say hella? Hella. 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 And hella is basically hella. what you're seeing here. It's a wide, broad expanse. So your feet are basically going to be doing that. Now, I'm Mira. Okay. So you're going to be here on your stance. And your foot is just going to be right. And that is totally, completely touching the ground at all points. It's not a tippy toe plie or soccer touch. That's a whole foot, whole foot closure on the ground. Okay? And your hands are going to be at that oblique angle facing forward. Yes, there you go. Excellent. I could do it better myself. Okay, and that's right hella in left hella. Great. So right, your right, darling. Yes, there you go. Right, yes, and left. Okay, let's do that. Right, left, our cow, hemma, okay? There you go. Oh, beautiful. Now, if I were to say kahola, what would we do? There you go. Excellent. Beautiful. So smooth, just like the water. And let's try a hella. Hella, there you go. Right, left. Sheraton Kauai. Please welcome Sarah. 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 I know, oh, right? Of course, we'll start there. Welcome. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, Sarah. Sarah. I love saying that. Everything here is kind of twice. Sarah, Sarah, Lomi, Lomi, Pokey, Pokey. <laughs> so, um, you help people plan weddings. So, you're dealing with nervous, crazy people all the time who have never met you and yet have to trust you. How do you do that? Well, first of all, you have to be organized. You, how do you love putting together weddings? It would be, it's so stressful and meticulously, it, it's just, you enjoy that process? I enjoy that process, right. And 
the ending the ending result with them being happy just it just I can't explain it. I just feel so relieved, but it's just pride for me, you know, setting up this wonderful wedding for everybody for the couple. Mm -hmm. Right, and and that's really you know what. People remember that kind of stuff, especially especially women. You know, they remember, oh, oh absolutely. that person's wedding was this, that exactly. person's wedding was we that. We go and check it out for our own wedding. Yeah, so, and, and, and you're, you're having a very profound effect on their life for someone that they barely, barely know. So, I would have issues trusting someone, especially if you're on the mainland and you're calling some woman that you haven't met, and hey, plan my entire day. day. Exactly. So, how do, how do you know? How do I know you know what you're doing? I'm going to interview you as if I was incredibly skeptical, oh, no. as if I was, <laughs> yes, as if I was not as planning our wedding, okay? But like just a real, just a like a, almost a detective. So how do I know that you know what you're talking about? As far as wedding, we want to get married in the hotel, and we want to have dinner, room fire, and um, what time should we do it? Maybe a ceremony outside. Yeah, yes, exactly. Want a ceremony outside? Maybe. or do you have to take the 10 ideas that the bride and groom give you and winnow it down to the best one? Jetway and oh, we've been awesome. Our wedding was great, but that would have been cool in an actual airport, right? No, it wouldn't. Well, I'm not going to tell your your idea is not great. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lie. I'm just going to not lie, but I'm going to suggest something better. That's good. That's, a good, that's a good way of putting it. Exactly. And if you if you weren't doing this, what other stressful job would you want to do?
Oh, you're single. <laughs> oh. No, I'm Brother Bill, if you can uh, take Brother oh. Bill to a couple of strip clubs, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> we don't have strip clubs here. I think that's great. Not every place needs strip clubs, Bill. Absolutely not. You know, instead, they have hula and they have uh, they have actual artistic expressions of the of the folk lore. Much better. Much better. And we have my tie. Yeah, Even better. My tie. Well, Sarah, Sarah, thank you for joining us on thank the Fourth of the Thank you. So I guess we Skype phone. Just make sure the person doesn't know talking about is what we're talking about. Exactly. Okay, thank you. Thanks thank for joining you. us. Give her a hand, folks, again. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, All right, thank you, done. We are done. Uh, we want to thank everybody for coming out, and especially it was great to do it in front of a live audience here at the uh, Sheraton, Hawaii. The night is heavenly, you are heaven to me. Make sure you check out that video of Yenny learning the hula. <laughs> It's at a four. I thought it was pretty good. You were great, actually. You and Tina had your hands. He told you only how to do it once, and you did it perfectly. It was pretty amazing. You can see it for yourself on our website, which is a fork on the road show.com. So go there when you're not following us on Twitter. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and you are. Traveling Diva. So you can follow us when we're traveling and doing our remote shows around the country. And also, you can subscribe uh, on iTunes. So you I get the show the each part. and every week. Yeah. yeah. And this week we get the bonus, the bonus hula video of Yenny Alvarez de Carla learning how to shake her booty Hawaiian style. Oh, what a fun week. We want to thank everybody at the Sheraton Kauai and Poipu Beach. They were great. June Capiello and all the, the folks that worked there, Chef Mark and, and the concierge of concierges. Cheryl. So now you know how to go to Hawaii, you know how to make pokey, you know how to hula. What else is there? We do such a great public service here at A Fork on the Road. But we are done with our live remote show from Kauai. Follow us online, follow us on Twitter, and follow us right here each and every week. On iTunes. That's right. Until our next show, I'm Mark DiCarlo. And I'm the Traveling Diva. And we will see you on A Fork on the Road. Oh, and don't forget to check out our live biplane ride at the Huffington Post online. We were in the air. We got a video and a great story. So it's at HuffingtonPost.com. Just Google my name, Mark DeCarlo, and we'll see you here next week on A Fork on the Road. Aloha. This magic night of nights with you.